Good morning, everyone. This is another episode of Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney and Teresa. We're happy to be with them today. Yeah. We enjoy this time to spend with them and share the word, and we love doing it together. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I know a lot of people would like to do YouTube down the road. That might be something you might want to do, maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, but we I, are making progress. We're making progress, <laughs> and we're making preparations for that. Yeah, because eventually right now I've been doing the YouTube videos and hopefully this week I'll do another one, but we're going to try to get some better equipment Mm -hmm. so we'll have some more graphics and stuff because I know people enjoy the videos. Well, and you need some editing equipment to do it better because I sat down and do it myself and there's some stuff there that we need to do. Better quality. Yeah. We want to get the quality. We start out where we're at. Mm-hmm. And then we tried to build up on that. We um, are still looking about September. We'll let you know sometime in August about when we're going to start our church back. We're just trying to get keep on gathering information. I know there was one church, a mega church in Atlanta that's called Church Off until next year. Now, we don't want to do that. Yeah. So we're just gathering information. I know some people say, well, you know, just go back and do it. Uh, let the chips fall where they are. And... As a pastor, I want to make sure I'm protecting my people. Yeah, yeah. And that's the most important thing. We started talking... A couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? About two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. On what is the plan for your life. And we share with you, not in detail, down the road we may do that. But that's one thing that you and I are doing. We're trying to decide and pray and ask God... What is this plan for us personally? Not mm-hmm. ministry-wise. That's another thing and uh, that we really feel like we already know direction that God wants us to do in that, you know, at real life and our personal ministry and et cetera. But this is just about you and I. Yeah. What does God want us to do? And one of us is trying to spend more time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something we're trying to do every week. Um but what is the plan for your life? It's something that each person needs to get before God and get a direction. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says in Proverbs 29 and 18. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law happy is he. I like what the Message Bible says. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. So you've got to get before God to get the vision, the revelation. The prophetic vision. For you, for your family, for your life. I know, you know, we first got married, we moved a lot. Oh, yeah. Every year. <laughs> we were, were moving because I was trying to develop my sensitivity mm-hmm. to the voice of God. And you told me after a couple of years, honey, I'll go anywhere you want to go. Just it- <laughs> let me know it's God and, and not... Just because you're dissatisfied or you didn't fully plan um, the previous move. And then we're, we were really in a place where, you know, we talk about the permissive will of God. God you know, God sits in heaven sometimes and I think he's like, oh my. I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's something you Son, did on your own. You know, just listen, listen to me. And, 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 you know, we prayed and we would seek God. And then as the boys got older, we would bring them into the conversation because we wanted to make sure that they kind of understood. And we wanted their input and maybe what they were feeling mm-hmm. because we believe that God speaks to young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they wouldn't make the final decisions, but at least we would get the heart of what they felt in, in their spirit or in at that time. Because we're trying to develop that sensitivity in them also. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now they're gone. Yeah. They're married and they're it's off. It's just us. It's just us. So we are trying to spend time. We discuss. We talk. We try to feel like this is the direction God wants us to go for our relationship. Mm-hmm. Because we said this a couple weeks ago, there's a lot of divorces that come into being, and just as much in church after yeah. kids are gone. Yeah. Because people look and they don't know each other, and we've tried our best to make sure that we know each other even as we raise the kids. But Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end or to give you a future and a hope. God has a plan. Mm-hmm. Every single person, I don't care who you are, what phase of life you are in, God has a plan for you. And God can add those years back that maybe you have wasted. And I know it's something we confess, Lord, we, we've messed up on oh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we want to be in the very center of what you've called us to be. And that's the reason we stress on real life discussions, quit looking at your age. I don't care if you're young. I don't care how old you are. You can get right in the center of what God has called you to do. And the point that I brought out a couple weeks ago is what are you called to do? What is your purpose? You will not be happy at all until you are fulfilling the purpose that God has called you to be. And it, we're not talking about five-fold ministry here. That's a whole other subject, another thing that we can talk about with ministers and people that are called to ministry. You're called for a purpose on this planet no matter what age you are, no matter what part of the ministry, you might be cleaning out the the bathrooms, you may be uh, dusting, you may be cutting grass, but you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And each and every one of us have to get into the desire that God has for us so we can feel everything that God's called us to do. Mark chapter 9 and 29 says, Jesus said unto them, If I can, if I can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. believe. You've got to uh, believe, oh, Mark chapter 9 and 23. You've got to believe God. And one thing I've realized is if you can do it in yourself, it's probably not God. Mm -hmm. Because God will want you to do something bigger than what you can do on your own. Don't you agree with that? Well, if it's you can do it, like we said last week, then you can do it. You've got to you have to be able to expand and, and stretch yourself. And um, if you're doing it in your own capability, then it's by human means. Yes. You know, I know you and I want to, we want people to see God do things in our lives and look and know that it's only God could have done it. First uh, Thessalonians 5 and 21 says, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. In other words, we told people to judge after the inward, the heart, the spirit, not your head. Your head will get you completely messed up. You gotta have a peace on the inside. And I had uh, someone call me this past week, and they wanted to know what I felt about something. And I went through the phases, and we've talked about this, I think, in the last two or three weeks. There is, and I learned this from Pastor Greg. There is three lights when you go to the stoplight. Up, you've got the green. You've got the yellow and you've got the red. Yeah. And I kind of went over that with him and I told him, I said, you need to go back and listen to last week's podcast because we talked about that. Mm-hmm. And that's something you and I have tried our best to to follow here. You know, 
go steam forward on green. Oh, yeah. Cautious on red. You can do it, but be very cautious. And uh, on, on yellow, yeah, excuse me, and then on red, stop. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. So judge after the end where the heart, the spirit. So go back and listen to some of those things we talked about. Then last week we started on things that you can, keys that you can do to develop the sensitivity of your spirit. Number one was judge after the written word, give God's word first place. Second was judge after your heart or your spirit, what's your spirit man saying to you? Yeah, because that's something you gotta develop. Yeah. And that's something you and I have tried to do throughout our marriage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we've messed up and God don't slap you down and say, He says, Okay, you're you're learning. Um then it brings us to our third thing. You got something you want to throw into that? No. Our third thing is Pray according to the word. This is something that you and I've learned since we've been married. Mm -hmm. Because we used to pray what we wanted. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, if it's in our our mind, we pray it. But we've got, you and I have learned that we've got to pray according to the word. And anything that God has for you in life, there's scripture to back it up. And Kenneth Hagin made that statement, and I've said it a couple times. Um, Father, you can tell me anything, share anything with me but at least back it up in the Word. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we are in our life right now. We want everything backed up in the Word. In 1 John five, fourteen through 15 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. I like what the Message Bible says. It says we know that we... Um, that what we've asked for is as good as ours. Because God cannot go against his word. Yeah. So if it's in his word and we're praying according to his word, the Bible says he hears us. Yeah. And we can say it's according, it's just, it's as good as done. Yeah. Because it's backed up in the word. And then also another scripture that goes along with that is in the Old Testament. It's found in Isaiah 55 and 11, it says. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So when you speak the word, it will not come back empty. Yeah. It will accomplish in the thing that you have spoken for it to accomplish if you've got a scripture to stand on. That's the reason right now if, you know, it's good to get in the in the scriptures and find healing scriptures. Because mm-hmm. we know the devil's going to come against us and fight us with some kind of sickness or something. So if we know that scripture, as soon as we feel the symptoms, we can begin to, to stand on the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's finances, go ahead and even if God's blessing you yeah. and God's doing a supernatural thing or you f- don't feel like, God has blessed you and uh, find scripture to stand on. Well, you either believe the word's true or not. And if you take God at his word and you believe that what he tells you is true, this scripture in First uh, John five fourteen says, now we have this confidence. Yes. If you've got confidence in the word and you know that you found what you need, like you said, healing, financial, uh restored relationships you have that word and get that word on the inside of you to when you go to God in prayer you have the confidence that you're asking according to his will you know it's his will because it's in his word and then 
the next step to that is you've done that. Now you know you're going to to receive well, what you've what asked. you're doing is when you're praying God's word, you're you're praying God's will. Mm-hmm. You're returning God's word back to Him. Exactly, Father. This is what you said in you, Your word. You, t- you said it. Um, we we quote this scripture a lot. Give and it shall be given you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and rain over shall men give into your bosom. The same as you give, it shall be given back to you again. Um, if you do want God to bless you, give some mm-hmm. because that's what the scripture tells you to do. You know, you give, then God returns back to you mm-hmm. more than you can ever expect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, what happens, and we're we're guilty of this. We've talked about this. You and I both are guilty of this. We will see God move in a certain in a certain area, mm-hmm. then we let off. Oh yeah, we let off on our confession. We let on on whatever it may as be. As soon as you get a little relief, yeah, whew, we've yeah. arrived. We yeah. we finally see something. But that's when you need to keep doing it, doing it, doing it, and keep the pressure on. The mm-hmm. devil, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand on God's word. Yeah. God's not done with me. Yeah. God's going to keep on doing what he said he would do in his word. So my thing is when you see that release, mm-hmm. keep the pressure on. Yeah. Keep confessing. Don't make the same mistakes you and I have made. Then what happens is we have let off and... Then we're back in the same mess we just came out of because we didn't keep pushing. Yeah. So, and I've had people tell me, well, I'm already blessed. And then they've lost everything. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you're at in the midst of things. Keep confessing God's word over your life on a constant basis because it's very important. Now, this is the next one. If you're not a spirit-filled believer, because you and I do believe what the Word says, we believe in Acts. We believe uh, praying in the Holy Spirit. It's something you and you and I believe in. If you're not spirit-filled believer with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, that's your spirit praying directly to God, the best thing to do is confess and pray the Word. Mm-hmm. But if you are a spirit-filled believer, uh, here it talks about praying in tongues. Uh, I put it here, praying in tongues daily. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says it stirs up something in you. Mm-hmm. Uh the Bible says that when you're praying in tongues, you're praying the perfect will of God. That's a whole other topic we can get on because some people you know, will say, well, I don't believe in that. Well, eventually we'll do a study on that and you'll see what the Word says because that's the most important. What does the Word say about it? God always asks people to do more than they can do on their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, things beyond our natural ability. You sit back and say, wow, God, you're asking me to do that. Well, you're you're getting out of your head knowledge. Yeah. Fear is head knowledge. But when God tells you to do something and you say, okay, I'm going to do what God says to do. My spirit, I'm going to do what's in my spirit, not what's in my head. Yeah. And that's something you got to learn and train yourself because mm-hmm. fear, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Mm-mm. But fear will try to creep in. Anytime God tells you to do something, fear. Oh, yeah. Automatically. Automatically. I mean, for instance, what if you're sitting there and God tells you to go over and pray for someone? Uh, I know that's one thing Jordan has done. Uh, when he was young, uh, we went into, I think, to get our card license. Is that what it was? Something with our license or something. And we came out, he was standing over the police officer's car, praying for him. And she, the person was crying and everything else. But you knew before then, fear had came in and told him not to do it. But mm-hmm. he did it anyway. How many times have we allowed fear to keep us from doing what God told us to do? Oh, yeah. And it kept us from a blessing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at people through the Bible and you see that 
Isaac and Moses and David and John the Baptist, they were asked to do things beyond their natural ability. Um, so that's something you and I've got to realize. If you can do it in your in your own self, that's you doing it. Mm-hmm. God's always going to say, do this, and you're going to say, I-, I can't do it in myself. And that's exactly where he wants you, mm-hmm. that you can't do it in yourself. I know I've I've done this. I've sat there, and we'll use this. So I know a lot of people say, well, it's financially. But we'll use this in this thing. I've sat there and God's told me to do something and it's the last couple of dollars I have in my pocket. But I've done it. And then turn around, I know we went to hear somebody minister. It was Jerry Savelle. And we sold into his ministry when we were in there. And I had the money in my pocket, but I had money in my checking account. So we were used our debit card. But we went in and sat down to uh, get something to eat after his, his uh, crusade. And someone picked up our tab we don't even know who did it God will always he's open an avenue that he wants to bless you in different areas of your life mm-hmm. John 15 and four, uh, 5 says I am the vine and you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing without him yeah I cannot be where I am today without him yeah it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those words, he's the source. Yeah. We're branching off of him. Mm-hmm. And so he is the source of your water, he's your the food. Sustainer. <laughs> yes. And if you, it, to go, you know, to kind of touch back on what you said about if you can do it in yourself, when you do something, you have to maintain it. Yes. But if you're plugged in to what God's doing, he does. He maintains yes. it. And it's just so, it's so much easier just to go with him and, and, and let him do it than constantly be be the fixer. Let him rely on him. Well, here is some of the vine and the branches. I, I got some stuff at home that I prune every mm-hmm. so often. I'll cut it down because if you don't cut it down, it gets too big. Mm-hmm. But we went to uh, Walmart in the early spring, and we bought... It's a hibiscus. Hibiscus tree. And I had to... It looked like it was going to die. Uh-huh. I mean, it was it was awful. But I went out, and I said, okay, this is dead. Because what happened is frost. It got frostbitten, as mm-hmm. they would say. Um, and I had to clip off some things, almost like it was... That I yeah, had killed it. Yeah, you pruned it pretty far. But today it is fully. Oh, flowers yeah. are coming out on a constant basis. But now I do go out and I keep on pulling off the dead. Um, what's, I'm trying to. The buds. The no, not the buds. The uh, the leaves that are dying. I keep those pulled off because I don't want those just to take the energy or the life from the other ones. Uh, sometimes you have to prune yourself. Oh, yeah. There's things that you have to cut off and get rid of that is draining you of things that is keeping your relationship with God from fully becoming what it needs to and keeping you from getting the vision that God wants you to have. Now, Matthew says, but with God, all things are possible. possible. All things are possible with God. So I want you today to get that into your mind. Whatever God is speaking for you to do, if he's speaking for you to pray for someone, he's speaking for you to give or do something, 
you've got to sit back and say, all things are possible with God. Everything. Then Mark chapter 9 and 23 says, Jesus said unto him, If you believe, all things are possible to him that believes. You and I, and you all who are listening, when God speaks to me, you've got to believe. And again, God will never go against anything that's in his word. So you've got to believe. And one way to do it, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. One thing that builds your faith up is constantly listening to the word of God. Go back and listen to the YouTube videos. Go back and listen to the podcast. Keep your spirit turning in a sense. Keep that word constantly in front of you because it does build up your faith. I mean, how many times have we went to church and walked out and said, my Lord, feel like a, uh, that I've been in the gym lifting weights. I just feel like I can accomplish anything because the word has been so good. Well, if it's been good one time, it'll be good, it'll be good over and over again. It'll constantly build you up. So, Tracy and I want you to know we love you. We hope this has encouraged you and helped you. We'll get on another subject next week. But get before God. Get the vision that God has for your life. See where God wants to take you. And I'm telling you, He wants to take you beyond anything you could imagine or dream of. He's got big things in store for you. So we love you. We appreciate you. We are praying today for you. And we're speaking over your life good things. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak over each and every person that's listened to the podcast. We speak good things to them, Father. We thank you that you're giving them clarity in the directions and the things that you want them to do, Father. Even this time that's kind of uncertainty in different areas of our nation, we thank you that you're giving people clarity on what they are supposed to do, complete direction. Lord, we pray for their families. We pray for them as individuals, individual people, Lord, and we just thank you for all that you're doing. And Father, today we pray for God's best to be in their life, Father, in Jesus' name. We want you to know we love you, and we are praying and confessing over your life that God's going to bless you, spirit, soul, and body.